0: Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number two hundred and seventy-one, which we are recording on Tuesday, May thirty-first, two thousand twenty-two. I'm Gail, and I'm Charlene. And you know how we often record on significant days in my life. Yes. Today is my daughter Josie's birthday. It's her twenty-third birthday. Aww. So yet again, we hit a <laughs> we hit a cool day to record, and we are recording at the Santa
1: Cruz Yacht Harbor today. It is beautiful out. And we realized that we haven't done this since 2019 because of COVID and not being able to record together as frequently. So we're very happy to be here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. We're in a shady
0: (laughs) spot. We're looking at the boats, a group of young kids just got out of the water from a little sailing class so you probably will hear some ambient noise but just imagine that you're sitting here with us it's a
1: nice breeze (laughs) and blue skies and it's just beautiful today lots of gulls out Mm -hmm. and i see herons going by occasionally we're fairly near to a heron nesting site this year so i'm sure we'll have some spottings later I will try to put a picture of a great blue heron
0: in oh, the good. Yeah. show notes. Yeah. Or not the show notes, but in the revelry. Yes.
1: All right. What are you wearing? Well, I'm not wearing it at the moment, but what I have been wearing at home while sitting on my couch is my lamb, which is a shawl by Stephen West. And I say shawl with quotes because that's what the pattern is. However, the shawl or the parallel lamb, as I knit it, used almost 3,000 yards. Wow. And if I wore that around my neck, <laughs> mm, I don't know. I, I, It would probably prompt comments like, hey, look, that lady's wearing a blanket. You know, that kind of comment. And you might so, have trouble standing up. At and the I US. might, <laughs> yes. So I... I made it with the intention that it would be a nice blanket for me to use on the couch, and I have been using it, and I used it especially a couple weeks ago when I was sick and spending a lot of time on the couch, and that made me realize how cozy it was when it did get cold. So I'm happy to use my Parallelo lamb by Stephen West as a blanket. Excellent. And that used up a lot of single skeins, too. Yes, didn't it? it did. I remember that a benefit. lot of mm-hmm. single skeins. It was very, very cool. I really liked it. It's a fun design. And what are you wearing, Gail? I'm wearing something very
0: unusual. I'm wearing a brand new dress because it's Josie's birthday. We went to another part of town called Capitola Village. Capitola is a little town adjacent to Santa Cruz. And the village is right on the beach. And it's a place that I would venture to say most locals don't visit because it's very (laughs) touristy. But Max just got a summer job at a coffee shop that is right in the village in a really lovely location. And Josie said, hey, let's go say hi to Max and get some mochas this morning. So we went down into Capitola Village where, again, I haven't been there in at least five years. And it's 15 minutes away from the house. Yeah. Yeah. So we enjoyed mochas, we visited with Max, and then Good. Josie said, My favorite dress store is right there on the corner. So we spent some time dress shopping and we both fell in love with some dresses. And I treated myself to a dress because Yay. it's Josie's birthday, but it's my birthday. Right. Because I gave birth to her mm-hmm. 23 years ago today, and that's worth
1: buying a dress. That's absolutely worth treating yourself yes. special.
0: I felt. <laughs> Like it was okay to splurge. The only thing is I haven't worn a sundress like this in years and I feel kind of naked. On top. <laughs> it's a halter sundress and it's a little bit low cut. And I just keep fidgeting because I'm not used to wearing clothes like this.
1: You'll get used to it and it will give you an opportunity to pull out your shawls. I
0: said that to Josie. I said, I don't know the colors in that dress because it's not my colors either. And I just was drawn to it for some reason. Yeah. And I said, I don't know what sweaters are going to match it. And she said, It's a sundress. Do you really need (laughs) sliders to match (laughs) it? So that's just how I think. If I buy something, it must coordinate with hand knits in my closet. I think a shawl
1: will fix things up. And I think, yeah, you have a lot that'll last. I agree.
0: (laughs) So I am wearing a new dress in honor of my daughter's birthday. There you go.
1: And what are you stocking? Okay. I am stocking a cute pullover sweater that is called the Promenade Blouse by a designer named Kydri, and it is a circular yoke pullover made with alternating stripes, and the stripes are achieved with two types of yarn. So the first yarn is a silk mohair blend, and the second yarn is a DK weight chained constructed yarn so instead of a traditional plied construction this yarn is apparently chained kind of like a crochet chain Mm -hmm. i would imagine i've seen yarns like this before i'm not familiar with this specific yarn but it's a dk weight yarn the sweater on the pattern page has long sleeves but it's interesting that all the projects on ravelry are made With short sleeves. And it's really cute as a short sleeve top. The chainette yarn that they use has alpaca in it, which to me seems like it would be rather uncomfortably warm. Mm -hmm. So I would probably want to use a different yarn, but the short sleeve ones are really cute. Oh, that's adorable. Isn't it? Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. And like I said, straight into my the projects are, <laughs> at least when I looked, they were all short sleeved and it's equally cute made in short sleeves. So,
0: that's interesting that you, you mentioned the different fiber types. It sounded like it would be really, really warm. Like why would you knit a short sleeve sweater? That's that warm. Yes. But looking at the pictures, it looks much lighter.
1: That's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I very much like this one. So that is the Promenade Blouse by Kaidri. Second thing I am stocking is a somewhat new pattern by Eri Shimizu. It's called the Hajuki Top Down. And I say somewhat new because the Hajuki pattern is one that she has released previously, but I believe it was... Knit from the bottom up, and so she redesigned it from the top down. So, as the name implies, it's knit from the top down, and it's a boxy cabled pullover, and it's knit in a lace weight yarn. So, it's very, very lightweight garment. Mm, so cute. Yeah, you've seen this yes, one. Yes, yes. It reminds me of a long time ago you made a lace pullover in that. Bright blue. Yes.
0: What was that called? Wicked. I think it was called Wicked. I
1: think it's going to be really light, like Mm -hmm. how that one was. Mm -hmm. I think you got a snag in it or something I did get a snag (laughs) in it. You're absolutely right. But anyway, I do like the lace weight pullovers. I think they're just something different, and I want to try it, and... I keep thinking if I rip out my leaf bird, I will have all of this lace weight yarn that needs a sweater. So there's a possibility I might already have yarn for it. Nice. A <laughs> and another thing is that the sample was knit in a very lightly speckled colorway, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. I, so pretty. I love the speckles. So. But it, it was very nice.
0: And it was interesting that the speckles weren't lost and the cables weren't lost. Exactly. Because often, as you know, yes. the speckles will overtake the cable yes. or vice versa. Yeah. So.
1: I think it's just that it was very lightly speckled. It wasn't a heavily speckled yarn. Mm-hmm. It was lightly speckled and, and a light color. Yes, light color. And also, the cables are all over rather than just a feature in the center or a feature on the side, something like that. That's so true. it's like a a palette for the color in a way, a textured palette. But I really like it. Hajuki Top Down by Airy Shimizu. And then the third thing I am stalking is based on a comment you made, Gail, last time I gave an update on the culottes. The culotte search? Oh, shorts. Yes. Okay. You had suggested that I go look at some of the patterns by Jessie Made Designs. Mm-hmm. And I found one called the Sew Summer Shorts that is made in a fingering weight yarn. And I think that one would work quite well. Yay! Just making the legs longer into culottes. Excellent. Now, I am still looking for a good inexpensive yarn option to try this as i mentioned previously the yarn that i had thought i was going to use which was the lion brand cotton ease is not available i know, anymore so, <laughs> so i might have to order something like i said mail order sight unseen which i hate doing but we'll see
0: You could just get one skein of something and try it before you buy a whole sweater quantity.
1: True. Although shipping might. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. It's just in my head, I have this idea of a soft, fuzzy, like all the catalogs call them, the stay at home set with the soft, (laughs) fuzzy culotte and the soft, fuzzy top Mm -hmm. and the cardigan slash robe to put over it. And if I were to actually make all three of those pieces, do you know how much yarn that would take? That would
0: take an awful lot of yarn. So <laughs> cost would effective take is key. An
1: awful yeah. lot of yarn, but then again, I'll be knitting something anyway. So why not knit what I want? I don't know. Good point. <laughs> I like that idea. So we'll see. I just, yeah, I I haven't found the yarn quite yet. So that is the Sew Summer Shorts by Jesse Made Designs. We really need to go
0: on a field trip yeah, and see yarn in person again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of these days. Fingers crossed.
0: That it really happens. <laughs> so while you were speaking, I looked up my sweater that you were talking about, the lace weight pullover. Oh, yes. It was actually called the Deep Breath Sweater. That's it. That's the one. And it, the pattern comes in either worsted. No, the pattern is the pattern, but they demonstrate using either worsted or lace weight knit at the same gauge.
1: Right. So it's a, a nice, airy, loose knit fabric. Very,
0: Yes, very much so. And I just yeah. put it back into my queue because <laughs> I remember how much I loved it. Yeah. Looking at it now, the only thing that I didn't like is that it's a very wide boat neck. But now I have more skill.
1: And you can change that. I can that. change that because yeah. I knit
0: that in october 2008 i
1: was gonna say that was one of the first sweaters mm-hmm. that you knit that's I when think. we were in
0: france that was yeah so it, that was a long time ago i haven't had it in my wardrobe in many years because yeah. of the snag and then it was too small yeah so i'm going to do another one of those because that was a first and easy sweater it was fast yeah. because with lace weight yarn on those needles at that gauge it just zooms it just and zooms just fly. Yeah. yeah fun Okay. Ah. So what else are you stocking? Okay. So (laughs) what am I really stocking? I've been kind of disappointed by what's been out there to stock. So I only have two items this time. And one of them is actually because someone else in our group pointed it out, I think as a colors of fall option. And that is called the Wilderness Cardigan. And it's by the designer Megan Nodecker. And it is a beautiful cardigan, open front cardigan, Knit in DK weight yarn, and it has an all-over lace pattern. So the overall sweater is just this beautiful lace pattern, and it has a little bit of a shawl collar that is really pretty. And it's a bottom-up sweater. This sweater kind of has the same vibe to me as Hitofude. Oh, okay. So the all-over lace, of course, Hitofude was knit in a light fingering, and this is DK weight. But you could alter it. Yeah. So it's just a really pretty cardigan. I can imagine either of us wearing this, especially in the summer, spring time. So, again, that's the Wilderness Cardigan by Megan Nodeker. And I forgot to look at the sizes. I apologize for that. And the second one that I've been stocking is a brand new release. I think it just came out a couple days ago. New to me designer. And the name of the sweater is Iro Iro, And it's by Mayuki Watanabe. This one is really interesting and let me see if I can describe it. It is a sweater that's knit sideways. You start in the center back and you work your way out in color blocks and it's knit in a light fingering weight and the sweater, there's only one so far that's finished. It's the designer's sweater. Hers is in bright pink, bright yellow, orange, purple, and I think blue. And hers has cream-colored cuffs, collar, and a turtleneck. I don't think I do the turtleneck, but it's a very large sweater. Positive ease, drop shoulder, and the color blocks are just so cool. Mm -hmm. And then the sleeves are a different color. So it appealed to me instantly because of the color and the fact that it's very large. It has a high-low hem and a split hem on the side. So it's very roomy and would just look really cute over a skirt or jeans. I don't think I could rock it with leggings because I think there's a little too much. It's not low enough in the front. I would be uncomfortable. Mm. But if you were comfortable wearing leggings, you could totally rock this with leggings. And I've been thinking about knitting the sea glass tee. Mm -hmm. And I keep going back and forth about whether I want to knit that. But I have a lot of extra Tosh Merino light and Tosh Air light, which are both single ply fingering weight yarns in pinks and maroons and grays, and I could knit this sweater Mm. with those yarns, which is what I was going to do for a a sea glass tee. So I'm thinking maybe I'd knit this one instead because I think I would wear this more than a sea glass tee. Mm -hmm. And I also think this might be more fun to knit just because it's knit sideways and I've not done many, if any, of those. Yeah, something different. Exactly. Something different really sounds appealing right now. (laughs) However, it does use a lot of yarn because it's so oversized and the color, the size is available. She says for ease, she recommends 16 to 19 and three quarters inches of ease. So that's 40 to 50 centimeters of ease. That's a lot of positive ease. So imagine how flowy, not flowy necessarily, but open that sweater is, but it's because it's open at the bottom Kind of gives a flowy effect, as opposed to if it had a regular hem that pulled in, then it would look unattractive. Versus, I think this is an attractive I, I understand. Sweater. Okay, yeah. good. Now sizes, it comes in bust sizes fifty-one and a quarter to seventy-one and a quarter, or in centimeters, that's one hundred and thirty to one hundred and eighty-one centimeters, and again, that's with a lot of positive ease. So, those are the size ranges, and again, that's Euro Euro by Mayuki Watanabe. So those, sadly, are the only two things that I'm stalking, <laughs> which feels it almost feels like I'm slacking and not doing my job <laughs> as a podcaster, but I thought about it and I thought, well, I really
1: haven't been stalking, so I'm not yeah. just going to go
0: look for stuff. That well, doesn't seem the right way to
1: do it either. Again, I'm going to mention it again, that Ranunculus is up and hot right now again, and I feel like Looking I have been looking at hot right now for a couple of days this week just to see if this continued to be true. But it feels like there are a lot of older patterns in hot right now continuously. I agree. And I don't know is is it always like that, or is it just that people are finding comfort patterns? Oh. Maybe patterns that you knit more than once
0: because yeah. you really liked the way it was the first yeah. time. Like Ranunculus, I've knit twice.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. And I think it's popular right now because it looks fabulous as a summer tee. Yes. And I even want to knit one as a summer tee. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's interesting.
0: I have noticed the trend that a lot of Hot Right Now patterns are not new patterns.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And even
0: some, I think I texted you last week about Flores, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I don't remember which designer it is now, but I said, what a cute sweater. And I thought when I texted it to you that I, it looked familiar. And sure enough, Charlene stocked it, what, two years ago or something? I think when a it year. First came I think out? it's about
1: a year mm-hmm. old.
0: And I had stocked it a year ago and I still really like it. So again, why was that in hot right now all of a sudden? Yeah. No idea. Yeah. But there it was. And I thought it was new just because it was in Hot Right Now. Mm. <laughs> interesting phenomenon.
1: Yeah. All right. What are you knitting? All right. I am still working on my Granito, which is a pattern by Ohilo Catelli. This one is the pattern that is kind of an oversized sweatshirt and has the interesting pocket feature on the sides. And I had a bit of a hiccup with this one. Because I got to the point where you separate for the pockets. And I separated for the pockets, started knitting down. I had knit several inches. And once I got to that point, I thought, okay, I'm going to try this on and see how I like it. And I don't know what it was, but I hated it. I think it might be... A combination of just the lightweight coast yarn that I'm knitting. I think it just didn't drape the way I wanted it to on mm-hmm. this sweater, and the pockets just made it flare. I was thinking flare. Yeah, yeah, and I it just looked terrible. So I ripped back, as I said, several inches, so I am not going to do the pockets. And I decided that I will probably do a split hem to limit the flaring. Because as it was, the one hem that was the same length all the way around just seemed to flare in an unattractive way. Especially at the back, what we had talked about before. mm -hmm. Sometimes sweaters flare unattractively. On my lower back. So. Like a pooch? Yes. Yeah, mine too. So I'm, I also did on each side of the lower back, I did a few decreases to bring, hopefully, my thought is, is that maybe it'll bring it in a mm-hmm. little bit there. I don't know if it will. I don't know if I'm actually doing enough decreases to make a difference. But I think between. The few decreases that I've put in and doing a split hem, it's going to take care of the flare. Yeah. The the flare in the back. And I will be happy with that. Yay. I figure I have a lot of yarn, so I might as well experiment how I like and get the sweater perfect. (laughs) Good
0: idea. And then that way, take good notes so that you know the next time. If I do it again, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. It's already my second time knitting Granito. But it does show, since I knit the first one in yarn that was more alike to what Hohe knit her sample out of, it does show that when you knit a pattern with a different yarn, it really can change the look. Yeah. So I'm learning how to modify that. <laughs> but I meant you could do that with any sweater in the yes, future. yes, yeah. If it fixes yes. that
0: low back pooch yes
1: exactly but then thinking about it it really only well yeah i think it only happens on sweaters that are one length with the same hem i don't think it happens on sweaters that are high low hemmed or sweaters with split hems. so that's that okay. was my that was my initial thought. I'll let you know in a couple of weeks well, once I have a result.
0: <laughs> and you said that more eloquently than I was trying to describe the Iro Iro sweater, because it's a split hem and high low. It has that more open look to it versus when there's a hem that's all the way around at one level. It does affect the fit of the garment differently. Yes, it does lower lower back area as well
1: it affects the way it it hangs mm-hmm. the whole garment hangs mm-hmm. yes and a split hem is not appropriate for all sweaters either no it isn't so <laughs> i've tried to put split hems have, in things and too. It didn't work yes. it was a hohi sweater yes yep. i i have too so you just have sometimes you just have to try yep so that is granito by hohi locatelli and then the second thing I'm knitting is just a generic hat. I have it in my hands right now. And I'm not really doing a lot of knitting on it because I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you knitting, Gail? All
0: right. I am on the home run of my granddaughter, Olivia's Bits and Bobs blanket. Look, they're moving that sailboat with that crane right now. They're oh, yeah. In the water. I've never seen them do that. That's pretty cool. Our harbor is not very large. And it takes years to get a slip for your boat. So, a lot of people have their boats in the little boat parking lot, mm-hmm. and there's a crane that will put you into the water. And this is the first time I've actually seen it in action. It's pretty darn cool. <laughs> so, anyway, home run with the bits and bobs. I finished the main knitting on Saturday, I think, and blocked it on Sunday. Sunday was beautiful and windy, so it dried very quickly. And I love the rainbow ombre look. Yeah. It turned out so pretty. It really did. I'm so pleased. Tammy did a beautiful job on the yarns. And I thought maybe no border because it just looks so perfectly rainbow. I didn't want to put a border around it to cut off this rainbow effect. But Alex said she wanted a border because it would look more finished, which is true. So I went with a very, very bright purple for my eye cord border that goes all the way around the blanket, which is a very large blanket. <laughs> and I've been doing a lot of eye cord knitting for the last mm, over 24 hours. I think my hands are probably going to be sore by the time I'm done, <laughs> but I leave for Spokane tomorrow afternoon and this will be done. I think I have, how much is, how long is this? 18 inches. A blanket left to go. Oh, that's all. Uh, that's it. Oh, you're I'm almost, almost there. done. Yeah, I don't you think I'll finish while we're recording. To but, yeah, I'm almost there. So bits and bobs by K.F. Jones. This is a beautiful blanket. I'm thrilled with it, and Alex is very jealous. She said, "I hope Olivia doesn't like it, so that I can have it." Because <laughs> I told her, I said, "This is a one of a kind. Those were monthly colorways right. from last year, and we'll never have this right. this look again." So, super fun blanket. One thing I'm going to say though. It's knit in fisherman's rib stitch. And fixing mistakes in fisherman's rib is not easy, nor is it fun. Mm. So there was a lot of um, frustration last week when I was like, oh, just about to join the last color. I'm so excited. I'm going to have this done in no time. Then I made a mistake. And then I tried to fix the mistake, and that didn't work. And then I ended up ripping back to get to the row where the mistake was and I kept making it worse and unraveling more and more. So I finally found some online resources that were great for Fisherman's Rib, but there aren't very many, I think that were very good. So I'm going to try to remember to put a link in the Ravelry thread for anyone who's doing Fisherman Rib because it's a little bit tricky to fix the errors. So, Put it
1: on your project page. Oh, so that's that better. You will always know where to find it should you need it in the future. Very good idea. Because, yes, I know I love the fabric mm-hmm, created by too. this stitch.
0: So I know I will do it again. I want to knit myself a sweater in this stitch. But, yes, if I am smart enough, thank you. <laughs> now, let's see if I remember to do it. That's the problem. So, bits and bobs. The next thing I'm knitting, I actually picked up my Foray sweater by Ari Shimizu yesterday Yay. or Sunday when my blanket was blocking. I was finally able to pick up something else. And I picked that up and refreshed myself with the pattern and made sure I knew where I was in the pattern and what I was doing. And I knit a couple rounds so I'm ready to start knitting that again, hopefully tonight, because hopefully this thing will be done. Yeah. It's a lot of, this blanket is a lot of knitting to carry around with you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to a little tiny knitting bag (laughs) with a little tiny lace weight sweater. And I'm going to revisit the story of the contrasting colors. So I told this story when I cast on for foray several episodes ago, but I didn't tell the whole story. So I thought I'd (laughs) recap it because it was very funny. So if you remember when I cast on for I thought it was a one color sweater because she uses two colors in the same yarn, but they're very, very close. So if you just look at the pictures and you're not looking very carefully, you might think it was just one color, which I did. And so when I looked at the yarn requirements, <laughs> somehow I only saw CC1 contrast or color number one and didn't have the brain wherewithal to notice if it's CC1 there's going to be at least another color CC2 maybe more so I just ordered enough yarn for CC1 and I thought wow what a great sweater how affordable it only needs a very little amount of yarn and then when I was ready to knit it several months later Charlene and I were looking at the pattern and we were texting back and forth and she's like well what do you mean it only takes this much yarn I said isn't that crazy it must be knit at such a big gauge that it only takes this much yarn she's like well what about the contrast color I'm like there is no contrast color it's <laughs> like uh are you sure <laughs> i'm positive
1: i'm looking at the pattern right now <laughs> and i'm like i'm looking at the pattern page and it's clearly states two colors <laughs> I was so sure I was right.
0: I'm looking at the pattern over and over. I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about. There's no contrast color. And I'm looking at the chart for the lace, and it says right there, CC2. I kept thinking it was a different stitch because the colors on the chart were different. Well, of course the colors on the chart are different because it's a different color. So it was like an hour back and forth texting of.
1: Gail, are you sure like i'm a hundred percent (laughs) sure i was completely wrong it it was hilarious because (laughs) she was sitting at her house and i was sitting at my house and i'm looking at the instructions saying cc1 cc2 you need this much of color one you need this much of color two and <laughs> I'm really I, I, screaming my face right now. I texted her, "Are we looking at the same pattern page? Are we looking at the same pattern?" <laughs> and we were. I was just being a complete. I don't know, brain, my brain was missing that. Day, we called it dick. We really laughed too. And I mean, we're still we laughing. We were both laughing hysterically, separately in our own uh-huh. houses, but laughing hysterically because, yes. we we've <laughs> both Have any of the rest of you that? had these moments where <laughs> you just completely blew it? When you're buying yarn for
0: a sweater and you think, huh, I wonder how that happened. And then your best friend says, you're a dope. You completely missed the contrast color. She said it very nicely. She never said, you're wrong. She let me figure that out by myself. (laughs) So luckily I had a, not a contrasting color. I had a second color of lace weight yarn. That was very similar. So they're both very, very light pinks. And it does almost look like a single color sweater when you look at it. And And, that's what I wanted. I wanted it to be one color.
1: Her sample looks like it is all one Mm -hmm. color. It really does. You can see it's got textured stripes. And so you can see and it just it all the color all blends together. And the tech, the texture it just looks like the stripes are a different texture, which, which is, is what I you thought. thought. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I thought.
0: Yeah. So if I ever say things on the podcast and yeah. you think to yourself, Gail, that's completely wrong, well, it probably is, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't take it personally when you tell me that I completely blown something. So, I've been, but I'm enjoying oh. having foray back on the sweater, back on the needles, and I did chuckle to myself on Sunday when I picked up the other color of yarn or the other yarn. and relive that that. little moment and then I'm also third thing on the needles is my bank head hat by Susie Gourlay which I had already I think cast on the last episode great free pattern great for worsted weight yarn it's a really easy knit and I'm still chugging away on that but the blanket has taken priority so next episode I'm gonna have all sorts of other things I'm knitting because the blanket will be done I'm super super excited we would like to thank our sponsor for June, Jimmy Beans Wool. Jimmy Beans Wool is your local yarn store online. What started as a tiny yarn and coffee shop in Truckee, California, has since grown into three businesses, including Delacue Bags, Madelintosh Yarn, Smart Sticks Needles, and 20,000 square feet of yarn in Reno, Nevada. Jimmy Beans Wool is celebrating 20 years in business with a birthday celebration lasting throughout 2022. Find exclusive colorways with brands like Hedgehog Fibers, La May, Madelintosh, and Malabrigo. Throwback gift items, one-of-a-kind bags and accessories from Delacue, pattern partnerships with Churchmouse Yarns, Earth, designer Amy Gunderson, and so much more. You can see these products and find more ways to celebrate at jimmybeanswool.com birthday. And I have to say... I've been a customer of Jimmy Beans Wool for a long time. I was actually in their old warehouse. Oh my gosh, standing in that warehouse, having access to all the Madeline Tosh colors at the time was amazing. It was lucky that my family was outside waiting (laughs) for me, or I could have been there for many, many hours. But they have great customer service, they have great selection, and they have this cool rewards program where every quarter they tell you how much money you've earned in rewards and mm-hmm. you get a free shipping usually
1: oh, once nice. a quarter
0: so pretty good deal they're great if you want to try to match colors they'll talk to you on the phone and things like that so jimmy Beanswell, thank you very much for being a sponsor
1: thank you all right have you finished anything well you will remember several episodes ago i talked about my ripple bralette mm-hmm. that i have i actually made this Back at the end of 2019, the Ripple Bralette is a pattern also by Jesse Made Designs. I mentioned them back in stocking. And so this I made right before the pandemic lockdowns. And then I didn't really touch it much until last year. And I realized that I really like wearing it as a sleep top. And I started wearing it regularly. And then one of the straps popped off. And when that happened, I kind of crumpled it up and threw it in the pile.
0: <laughs> As you do. <laughs> As you do.
1: This has to be fixed. Oh,
0: I'm going to hide it for yes, a while. Yes,
1: exactly. So it's been sitting in the pile. <laughs> the pile should be capitalized. Mm-hmm. So the pile has been sitting there with this getting more and more buried and problem was i couldn't remember how the garment was constructed so i i didn't really remember was it was the strap sewn on or did a piece of yarn break i couldn't i i didn't know so i finally got out the pattern and saw that it was a three needle bind off that had either come apart or perhaps the yarn had broken i'm not sure how it was six stitches of three-needle bind-off. I'm not sure how all of them would have come apart, but it was in the back, so maybe it had been slowly coming apart. I I don't know. But it did. The strap popped off. So once I found out it was a three-needle bind-off, I started fixing the stitches, picking up the stitches, and getting them back together. And I got it to a point where I had the stitches for the body on one double-pointed needle and the stitches for the strap on another double-pointed needle. And I was so proud of myself to get it at least to that point. Yeah. Because I had been ready to pretty much roll it up and toss it into the garbage. or just make another one. Uh-huh. Because, you know, it's it's so easy to make another one. But then I remembered that... <laughs> Here, we've been talking about folks who are fixing garments and making do, and we've been talking about visible mending, mm-hmm. and where I'm always so impressed, and I love when people mend with visible mending. So, I got the stitches, like I said, each on a double-pointed needle, got a piece of matching gray yarn but it wasn't exactly the same okay and did a three needle bind off for all these stitches and attempted to weave in much longer ends so that hopefully it will be more secure when i finished i realized that i had done all of the stitching on the Public side or the Aww. outside of the garment. But then I realized, hey, isn't that the point of visible mending? Yeah. So I'm leaving it that way because not only does it look cool, but I also realized then, hey, I won't have that rough, all those stitches oh, up against your skin. my skin. Yeah, especially so, if you are sleeping in here. Yeah. It. So actually, I think I won. I think it worked out better to have the mending on the public side of the garment, because I'm going to be sleeping in it, and nobody's going to be publicly looking at it anyway, and it just made me feel good, because here I was ready to crumple it up and toss it away, and I fixed it, and I'm going to have a new sleep top again.
0: Congratulations. There we go. And you just reminded me that I need to pull mine back out, because... I'm probably at least halfway through it, and I just put it in a bag and put it in a drawer, and there it rests. And
1: it it really does not take a lot of yarn, I know you either. Said, yeah, <laughs> so
0: I should pick mine back up.
1: Yeah, it's so it's it was a fun garment to make. Part of me thinking that I was just going to throw it away was because I really do kind of want to just make another one. So I'll just make another one yeah. eventually, and then you'll have. But two. I'm. Pretty pleased with myself for having fixed this. Well one. done, yeah.
0: Well done, yeah.
1: So that is the Ripple Bralette by Jesse Made Designs,
0: and I have not finished anything except for within the next couple of hours, I'll have finished a whole entire blanket yeah, with over will. four thousand yards of yarn. <laughs> so we're going to go straight into a little more colors of fall stuff. And we wanted to start with a recap of what the knit along is and how it works, because we realized that last episode, we didn't really do that very well. It was a (laughs) podcast (laughs) fail. So, so the colors of fall begins on the solstice, which for us here in the Northern Hemisphere is the summer solstice, which is Tuesday, June 21st. And it ends, which is for us, the fall equinox on Thursday, September 22nd. So it's three months long. And. The idea behind the Knit Along is that you knit anything you want using at least one color from the Pantone palettes for 2022. So there is a London palette and there is a New York palette and they each have a summer spring version and they each have a fall winter version. So four different palettes and you can choose any color from the four palettes. And it doesn't have to be a garment that's all one of the colors. It can have, for example, a speckle that has one of the colors, or it can be a tonal yarn or mold, marled yarn that has one of the colors. As long as one of the colors is represented, even if you have to squint so it doesn't have to be super precise, to, basically, we want you to knit something you're going to love that kind of at least has one of the colors in it. Now, the catch for the knit-along or crochet-along or spin-along is that we do want to see your finished item styled in a fall look. So when you finish your finished object, please take a picture, either wearing it in a full fall look or styled with the fall look. It can be on a hanger, on a door. It can be laid out on a bed. It can be anything your creative mind comes up with. Yeah, as long as we can see the whole look together.
1: If you've made a household item, place it in the scene and take a little photo of your... Your tableau with your item in it, Mm -hmm. just so
0: that we can see an entire fall look. I'm now picturing a tea cozy. A tea cozy (laughs) with a whole little setup on a cute little table is what I now have in my my mind. But of course, I'm not going to knit a tea cozy, (laughs) but that gives you the idea. Yeah. So anything you want to knit, incorporating one of the colors in some way, and then give us a picture at the end so that we can see how stylish you are. Even if you're not stylish, like... (laughs) (laughs) so what we wanted to talk about in relation to
1: colors of fall is we wanted to share some of our past knits and where are they now so things we've knit for
0: past colors of fall and do we actually wear them or are they just gathering dust or what
1: has happened to them do you remember what you knit last year i found one from 2018 which is still one of my favorite sweaters it's called latitude and the pattern is by elizabeth doherty and this i knit in a blue called nebulous blue and the description of the color is reminiscent of twilight a thoughtful starry-eyed blue oh my <laughs> <laughs> and this is was a simple pullover it has the Elizabeth Doherty signature braid on the back drop shoulder sleeves and it's something that is currently in the pile which made me think of it when I affectionately say the pile I have a chest at the foot of my bed that often has currently worn sweaters there and I try to rotate those sweaters in and out once I have worn one sweater for a few wearings let's say just so that I can always have something visible and because I just don't always put away my sweaters right away after I wear them. (laughs) So this would be the good pile and then the
0: pile... All caps, that needs to be
1: fixed. Is no,
0: the actually, they're the, the, same pile? the
1: Ripple Bralette went into this pile. Oh, I don't courage, have a lot of room pile. for piles. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, Latitude still in regular rotation. I made this one in Coast, so it's very light. It's more of a spring, summer, fall sweater. And I love it. I
0: remember you and I may have knit ours because I knit a latitude as well. I think we might have knit them at the same time. Maybe we were test knitting it for Elizabeth. And mine is striped.
1: That's right. Because now that I look at the pattern page on Ravelry, her sample is striped. And the stripes are done really cool. So one color, the stripes are, are really thin. And then as you go towards the bottom of the sweater, those stripes get thicker. And then it's the opposite, obviously, for the other color. The the color that the yoke is knit in starts out with big stripes. And as you go towards the bottom of the sweater, those stripes get smaller. Mm -hmm. So it's very cool, optically striped. And I always thought that I would go back and make another one striped, but I haven't yet.
0: Well, if I remember correctly... You might not have had two colors that you liked, of Coast yeah, at the time. Yeah, I think that was it. So you did a solid, and mm-hmm. I had a navy and a light blue called porcelain that look really good together. And that reminds me, I should be wearing that right mm-hmm. now because I haven't worn mine since before the pandemic. Yeah, you I need you to can get, it get back that out. one out because mm-hmm. that one is lovely. Yeah, so I probably picked blues because of the colors of fall as well. Mm. Because I went back and did where are they now a little bit differently. I took out my oh, okay, my show notes from last year, so I went back chronologically. Last year I knit "Live Light" by Carrie Bastikaj, and I did not even write in my own project notes, nor could I find it anywhere in the chatter thread, what color? from which palette I used. So I looked at all four palettes and thought, I don't know what color this is supposed to represent. (laughs) So I'm guessing it was Spring Lake, but that's just a wild guess. So Live Light is an open front cardigan, which I have worn once. So of all the handfuls of times I've gone out since I knit it, I did actually wear it once. So I think that's a win. So now that I'm starting to go out and do more things, I think that will go into rotation because...
1: Yeah, I absolutely love that sweater.
0: Yeah, it's very lovely. The The design is lovely. And I used Kim's Merino 17.
1: Oh, yeah. So
0: Western Sky Knits, her Merino 17 fingering, is the softest yarn I think I've yeah. ever felt. And I used a new-to-me and different-to-me colorway called patina, which is just like a patina on copper or brass, whichever mm. it is. Copper. So that's a colorway I've, for years considered buying and finally the last stitches we went to bought a sweater quantity and I finally knitted it up and I really do feel like I look good in the color yeah so I will start wearing that and again I think Excellent. that might have been spring lake but I don't know what color <laughs> I was going for so do you have another
1: one yeah the second one that I looked up is a sweater that I made for the colors of fall knit along 2016. Wow, you were way back. Nice. This one is called The Wishes Cardigan and it's a pattern by Hohi Logatelli. and this matched Sharkskin Gray, which is one of their neutrals and they, Pantone says, to pair it with bright or muted colors. You can do either because it's a neutral.
0: <laughs> wow, brilliant. of that. Brilliant, <laughs> we yes. Needed exactly.
1: That <laughs> so Sharkskin, Sharkskin gray and the wishes cardigan is an open front cardigan but it's not it's one of those cardigans that can overlap it doesn't have a big gap in the front it has overlapping fronts and i believe some people even have fixed fixed it in some way so that they can fasten it closed Mm -hmm. i didn't put a fastener on mine but the fronts do overlap and i really love this cardigan and every time I pull it out I say oh why don't I wear this more often and for some reason I think perhaps because it is gray even though I love gray and gray matches anything as Pantone has said you can match it with brights or mutes muteds I think maybe it just it doesn't get noticed it doesn't jump out there and say, hey, wear me. And every time I do get it out and wear it, I absolutely love it. Interesting. I absolutely love it. I love the way it drapes. I love the way it fits. So this one was a win. I just need to wear it more. Wishes Cardigan by Holly Locatelli.
0: And I'm going to go look that up because I think I remember wanting to knit it and then it got pushed out of my queue for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Is it a lace weight?
1: I knit it with coast, so it's okay. either a lace weight or a fingering weight. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look at that and I think I know which one it is, but also I interesting. Both of my sweaters are coast. Are coast, which of course it's a yarn that I use a lot, but as as proven, those are the sweaters that I do reach for a lot. And it's also, for us, it's a perfect fall yarn Mm -hmm. because
0: we often have really hot fall weather. This one really made me laugh. Not quite as hard as we just laughed about my foray sweater yarn experience, but I went to look at what I knit for Colors of Fall 2020.
1: Yeah.
0: I have no idea. (laughs) No idea. I looked in the chatter threads, I looked in the FO threads, and I don't usually post in the FO thread, but still. And I looked at the palettes, and then I looked at my finished objects for that time period, hmm. and I don't have a clue what I knit. Interesting. The- I even, I looked at my show notes and the things that I thought, here are the things I might knit, mm-hmm. match to these colors. I don't know. Hmm. I think it's that. 2020 it just fell but, into the 2020 yes, gap
1: exactly mm-hmm. it's the 2020 gap <laughs> yeah
0: i looked really hard and i thought you know what considering what time that was i'm just letting this yeah. one go well
1: because you see I, I i went back to 2018 and 2016 so i totally understand yeah i think it could have been the may pop
0: hoodie maybe oh. i know we both knit it about the same knitted. time and i think it yeah. might have been the colors of fall but I didn't really see a color that I thought it matched in a palette. But no. oh. so 2020. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> but 2019, I knit pinka's Magical Thinking. It's a three color, not a poncho poncho. Oh, yes, Which is beautiful. And I love all the colors. It's a three color. So I use three single skeins in different pinks. And I love that cowl. So that one was a win. And I'm actually hoping a lot of these are all going to become wins again now that we're going out and doing things. So let's revive the knitwear. (laughs) At least those of us here in Santa Cruz who haven't been out as
1: much. Yes.
0: So So, where were they now or where are they now?
1: We hope that inspires you a little bit to pick something fun and pick something that will enhance your wardrobe and hopefully you will wear for multiple years to come. Exactly. So thank you for listening.
0: We're gonna sign off from the beautiful Yacht Harbor and
1: Happy knitting, everyone. Happy knitting. Bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.